It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you. Hope your day is starting off well. I'm uh, I'm trying out some some new shoes today. So it, it's amazing how much that can kind of throw off your whole day, right? When you get a new pair of shoes and you got to break them in a little bit, you're like, well, this is going to slow me down. This is a little odd. Feels different. Feels weird. But uh, I went to Burlington the other day. I have to go to a wedding. On Saturday, uh, my friend Nick Fryer, who worked with me at the Standard Times, we covered the Patriots together for a few seasons. Uh, he is getting married this weekend, and so I'm heading out to Connecticut to that wedding on Saturday, and I realized I don't have any dress clothes that fit me now. And I've been able to get away with all summer long. My shorts that I've been wearing are now... I guess four, three, three or four sizes too big. And I've been able to cinch them with a belt and get by. Because I don't want to go out and buy a bunch of clothes. I don't want to go out and buy a bunch of stuff and then lose more weight and then have to get rid of it again. So what I've been doing is just cinching my shorts really tight. Nobody really says anything to me about it if it looks silly. I did go out and buy a couple of pairs of new shorts that were, I thought, the right size, but even they were too big. Uh, but I just grabbed what was, you know, on clearance at this point because you can't get a lot of shorts out there anymore this time of year because I knew I was flying last week and I was going to have to take my belt off and I didn't want my shorts to fall down. And uh, then I knew I was going to be on stage, although it turns out I wasn't thanks to the travel delays. But uh, I didn't want to be on stage and like have a really cinched belt. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go buy a couple pairs, whatever I can find. And, um, but dress clothes, of course, are different. You can't just, I'm going to have a, a nice dress shirt on, tucked in, dress pants. I can't just, you know, wear something that's too big and look like I'm uh, the scarecrow from the Wizard of Oz here with, with it all cinched against me. So I went out and I got some new clothes. And first of all, I should have just like, gone to Walmart or something and bought like George brand, like cheap dress clothes because I don't, I, I might not ever wear them again. They might not be the same size again, but I didn't. I went to TJ, I'm sorry, uh, JC Penny. Cause that's where I like to buy my clothes. And I spent a little bit more than I expected to, but it was, you know, I got them on, on sale. And then I was like, well, I should get new shoes. I have a nice pair of black dress shoes somewhere, but I don't know where they are because I don't wear them enough. They could be in my storage unit. They could be anywhere. So, so let me just pop into Burlington and get a new pair of shoes. And I found a pair, you know, cheap enough. 
But then I also found a pair of sneakers. I was like, oh, I like those black and gold low cut sneakers. And I was like, oh, what, what, what brand are they? LA gear. <laughs> and if my mom is listening, she's probably not, she's not out of work yet. But uh, LA gear is a synonymous with my family with uh, a temper tantrum that I once had because I wanted my mom to buy me LA gear sneakers to go back to school and we couldn't afford it. We got, I got sneakers at like Zaire. And so here we are on the cusp of back to school, mom. And I finally got my LA gear, you know, 38 years later. But, uh, you know, breaking them in. So that'll be a, it'll be fun today as I'm walking around. The other thing that I noticed though, while I was out there shopping, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not trying to disparage Burlington at all. And this is only the second time that I've ever been in there. I do not go in there very often just because I don't really, I mean, I should, I, and I probably will now that I've gone in there and actually shopped. I went in there once before and took like a walk around and, and looked at what was in there. Didn't buy anything this time. Obviously I was looking for, and I found a bunch of things. I bought some nice dress socks. Uh, I bought, uh, what else? A couple of other things. And I got, uh, found some Ted Lasso socks that I bought from my friend. So I've got all my stuff and I'm going through the line and everything. And then as I'm leaving, I'm looking kind of around the store. And I was like, man, God love the people who work here. Because that store is a disaster during the day. I'm sure they clean everything up at night and straighten everything out and put everything back on the shelf. But this was at about 5.30 p.m. the other day. And things were just strewn about everywhere. Stuff in the aisles, stuff on the floor. Stuff when you go into the register line, people just decided they didn't want any more and they're just shoving onto the shelves on the side. I mean, it was like a bomb went off in there. So God love them for having to clean that up. That is, that is quite the challenge. Good deals there. I will definitely go there again. I just don't, I don't go into the mall to buy clothes. I go into JCPenney because I like the clothes that they carry, although it's getting more expensive to shop there than it was. You know, now I'm going to go in there and get a bunch of uh, short sleeve, you know, polo shirts that I will buy a size or two down from what I am now, hoping that next year that'll fit me. But, you know, then I'm paying like six, seven bucks for them. But now you go to buy something that's, you know, currently in season and it's like $20, $25. I'm like, no, that's not why I come here. I come here so I can get better than Walmart quality, but at Walmart prices. But anyway, I don't, I haven't gone into the mall to buy clothes in a very long time because nothing in the mall fits me. I have to go to the you know big and tall section of JCPenney, which is not easy when you are big but not tall. So if you've ever seen me wearing a shirt that looks like it's a dress on me, that's why. But uh, I'm very excited because I went into, I think, Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. And I was looking at some of the T-shirts and I'm like, I can, I can buy these now. I can buy T-shirts in here now. I'm not going to. Because, I don't know, 
I like some of the bands they have the shirts for, but it's like they're not really original shirts. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, but anyway, the important thing to take out of this story, out of all of this, <laughs> is that I have new shoes and I may fall on my face at some point during the day. Uh, I want to address something, too, that we've got some app chat messages about and I am sure we will get some phone calls about, so I just want to address it here at the top. Uh, you'll notice if you were listening last night, if you tuned into South Coast tonight, Jessica was not in. That was, she needed the night off. Um, I actually went home yesterday not feeling well at about like 1 o'clock, 1.30. And I went home and laid down to try to, you know, feel a little bit better. Zonked out and slept for three and a half hours. And I woke up to a text message from her asking for the night off, uh, followed by a text message from Michael Rock saying that she was taking the night off and she was going to, she'd be back on Saturday. So that's, that's all that I know. I just know that it was her choice. She needed the night off. So anybody that wants to call in with conspiracy theories, there's no point. It's as simple as that. And uh, she will be back Saturday with you and you can, uh, and I'm sure she'll, you know, fill you in on everything that happened, but it's, you know, not my place to say. So 508-996-0500, that's the number to call in and discuss things with us today. You heard Adam mention in the news that there's going to be a uh, rally today to save the Star Store outside the building at 530. They have issued invitations to people in authority, people in power to come down and take part in this. We will see who actually does um, I would think that Senator Montigny, if he has the ability to get down there, will be there. I would like to think that Mayor Mitchell will show up if he has the ability to be there. I don't know how many others will. I mean, it's still, we're still waiting for word from the governor if there's going to be any discussion about possibly saving the semester. It does not look like the semester is going to get saved. We're what, like a week out? Everything's been moved out of the building. Kids are setting up shop. Students are having to set up shop in, in Bed Bath & Beyond. I don't know that there's anything in place now to save this semester. However... That doesn't mean that you can't rectify this for the spring. And then maybe a temporary solution to keep it going and maybe get back on track for that plan to buy it for a dollar. I don't know that, you know, it will work out in their favor. I would, I, I'm not a lawyer. I haven't seen any of the agreements. But I think it would be a protracted legal battle for Paul Downey to try to see if he could fight that $1 sale back to the Commonwealth. Even if the purchase is made and the legislature approves all the money that's needed to make the necessary repairs and upgrades to that building, it would probably be smart to do all of those before you let students back in. So I think no matter what happens, you're looking at there's not going to be anything going on in there for the fall semester. And I think students have probably resigned themselves to that fact. So now it all becomes about the longer term future. 
and I'm not sure, based on some of the reporting I've read, you know, New Bedford Light has had an article about it pretty much every day. Between Jack Splain's reporting, Arthur Hirsch's reporting. And I'm not sure that these students necessarily understand the process that will be involved in, in this. They can have a rally today. And Governor Healy could show up and promise to keep the UMass Dartmouth CVPA at the Star Store. But that doesn't mean that you'll be there next week for classes. And I don't know that all the students are, are quite grasping that based on some of the comments I've seen. If, if, they, if they are somehow able to do that, great. I hope that's how it works out. But I just think the, real, the reality of the situation is the position that UMass has taken that we can't be in that building anymore means that even if they could be in that building, they can't be. If you remember Chancellor Fuller's letter, he talked about how they felt unsafe putting students in that building, that even if they were gifted the building, they would not be able to utilize it because of the disrepair that it's in. Now, of course we can say, well, why'd they let it get to that point? And that's a, a valid question. But the bottom line is I just don't think no matter how many rallies you have, no matter how many New Bedford Light articles there are, no matter how many politicians come in here and, uh, and, and talk on the radio about wanting to save the Star Store, I just don't think it's happening for this semester and maybe not for this year at all. So now it has to become about the long-term future. So we'll see how that goes today. Uh, also, there was that update to the woman that was bit by a coyote on Monday. And that area, so this is over in the area of the Fall River Country Club. That area has had numerous coyote issues. There are a lot of coyotes in that area. The golf course actually has fake coyotes, if I recall correctly, that they put up to scare away real coyotes. Because there was a story about some, some kids that were running across the golf course and they claimed that they got you know, followed and attacked by a coyote and it turned out that it was not a real coyote. And that the kids were, I think if I remember right, I think the kids were high. That was a couple of years ago, but there are coyote issues over there. And this woman was attacked. This, this coyote was in attack mode when she approached it with, its do- with her dog. She picked up her dog, put it in her hand, you know, put it in her arms to try to protect it. I'm assuming it was a somewhat small dog. And the coyote lunged at her and bit her arm and bit her legs. And then the same coyote ran off and threatened to attack a grounds crew member of the golf course. So when the police arrived, they had no choice at that point but to put the coyote down. It had already attacked one person and tried to attack another, so they had to put it down. The tests came back 
and the coyote tested positive for rabies, which is going to be a very painful series of injections for the woman who was bit. But it also means that you, the residents if that, in that area, if you're listening, you need to be hypervigilant because if there's one rabid animal, there's probably more than one rabid animal. And it doesn't have to be another rabid coyote. Because rabies doesn't just appear. The animal has to get infected by another rabid animal. And so if it, it could have been something the coyote was hunting for prey. It could have been another coyote. It could have been a variety of possibilities. So keep that in mind when you were encountering wildlife in that area. Police did say that anybody who came in direct contact with this particular coyote should contact the Massachusetts Department of Public Health. And we have the phone number in the story at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. But that if you did not directly touch the animal, you are not at any risk. So just being in the vicinity of a rabid coyote does not mean that you need to be tested for rabies. But if you touched the animal in any way, you should be tested. Now, I don't know that anybody, with the exception of the woman who was attacked, touched the animal. She was able to get it to go away by yelling and screaming. And that's why it ran off. But just don't touch wildlife. That's the best course of action here. Now, I know, I know you like to walk down the, the bike path over here and try to pat the bunnies like I do. They don't come toward me. They run away as fast as they can. I know some people like to, you know, feed the squirrels right out of the palm of their hand. But you've, you've got to be careful. And certainly don't pet wild coyotes. 508-996-0500. I'm going to take my first break and we'll be back in a few moments. It's one of the greatest pop songs of the 90s. It, it doesn't get its It's just due. It's, it's a much better song than Wannabe. That's, that's, to me, that's the best Spice Girls song. So, and I've thought long and hard about this. Many times when I was, you know, working late at night as a sports writer, I would be turning on, you know, the 90s music, driving home, singing along, and I've had a lot of time to contemplate this. And that's one of, one of the truths that I've come away with from 90s music is that Say You'll Be There is a much better song than Wannabe. That should be the song the Spice Girls remembered for. Also, another hot take on 90s music. Uninvited by Alanis Morissette, a much better song than Ironic. Ironic is a great song, but Uninvited is a great song and an amazing performance. So, Again, you might disagree with that. You can send me an app chat message and, and tell me that you disagree. Actually, if Jessica is up and listening, I'm sure she'll have some things to say. One thing that we've always had agreements and disagreements about is music. She is one of the, the few people who knows some of the obscure stuff that I do. Remember some of the obscure stuff 
that I do. All right. Well, we will talk more about that and some other things as well. And I'll read some app chat messages when we come back after the news. Phone lines are open, 508-996-0500. But right now, let's go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. A fire in Johannesburg, South Africa, has destroyed a five-story building and left at least 73 people dead. The BBC reports that the fire began around 1.30 a.m. local time, according to officials, and the flames completely destroyed the windows, doors, hallways, and offices of the five-story building. The fire has been extinguished, and a search and rescue operation is underway. The cause of the fire is being investigated. Tropical storm Idalia has brought over nine feet of storm surge to Charleston, South Carolina. The National Weather Service says the former hurricane is bringing, quote, dangerous coastal inundation much to the coast of South Carolina. In North Carolina, Governor Roy Cooper is urging residents to stock up on supplies and stay off flooded roads. A storm surge wash is in effect along coastal areas of North Carolina. There's been another public health scare for GOP Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Trey Thomas reports. Kentucky Senator Mitch McConnell appears to have had another freeze moment where he suddenly stopped speaking at a press conference. Did you hear the question, Senator, running for re-election in 2026? All right, I'm sorry, you all, we're going to need a minute. This latest episode happened Wednesday in Covington, Kentucky. A similar freeze moment happened in July during a weekly Republican leadership news conference. I'm Trey Thomas. North Korea says it conducted a simulated nuclear war against South Korea in response to the country's military drills with the U.S. and Japan. A new report on state media says North Korea views the Allied exercises as a rehearsal for war by the U.S. and that the North Korean army staged a simulated nuclear strike Wednesday night in reaction to the drills. South Korea says the annual drills are to defend itself from the north. Last week, North Korea failed in its second attempt to put a spy satellite into orbit. Newly released U.S. intelligence also indicates North Korea is in talks to provide arms to Russia for its war against Ukraine. And police in Nebraska have seen a lot of bull. Officers pulled over Lee Mayer Wednesday on Highway 275 for a traffic violation. He had a massive Watusi bull riding shotgun in his compact car. The massive bull, named Howdy Doody, was sitting in the car with his huge head and horns sticking up through where the roof was and windshield used to be. Mayor got off with a warning and instructions to take the animal back home. And in sports, the Boston Red Sox were defeated by the Houston Astros last night. The Sox head to Kansas City to play against the Royals on Friday. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. If you're planning on heading to the beach, we do have a high surf advisory until 8 p.m. this evening. Otherwise, enjoy this sunny, breezy day with temperatures coming in around 74 degrees. As we head into the overnight, it's going to be clear and cool with a low of 53 degrees. And for tomorrow, mostly sunny, dry, and a high near 74. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 63 degrees right now in New Bedford. Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. 
Starting the South Coast off right each morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's the Tim Weisberg Show. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Right here on WBSM. you get your music from and give that whole song a listen and tell me that isn't a a much better song overall than ironic not that ironic isn't a great song but it's that to me is the performance uh so we got a couple app chat messages uh stephanie needs freetown says tim i want to thank you for following up on why jessica was not on last night hope you're feeling better do you remember the store chess king at the malls i do remember chess king uh, and I remember Chess King became almost like a running gag among my friends when someone would come in with a new shirt or something and we'd be like, oh, Chess King? Even if it wasn't something that they got at Chess King, you know, Chess King just kind of had that uh, that look to it. And Chess King and Structure and all of those stores, never shopped in any of them myself. When I was younger, you know, we couldn't afford to shop in stores like that. Again, I was buying my clothes at Zare and Ames and Walmart. Uh, but actually, a lot of my clothes, and don't don't laugh about this because I can explain it. A lot of my clothes came from the flea market because my dad had a table and we would go there every week. And there was a guy who had the t-shirt stand where he would sell all the, the t-shirts of all the stuff that was popular at the time. So Beavis and Butthead, Homie the Clown, The Simpsons, Ren and Stimpy. And so I would just want those shirts. So I always had, you know, t-shirts from, from the flea market because I was getting the, the cool stuff that everybody was into that you would go to the mall and try to get that store and you couldn't find it. Oh, Spencer sold out of those. Hot Topic sold out of those. Yeah, but the guy at the flea market, whether they're knockoffs or not, he had them. So I was able to always have, like people used to always joke about my t-shirts. There was a time when I went to the flea market, though, a different flea market. And there was a guy who was selling a box of music t-shirts, like band shirts, a big, big box of them. And he said I could have the whole box. And there was probably 50 shirts in there for 10 bucks. So I asked my dad for 10 bucks. He thinks to himself, well, I won't have to buy him shirts for a while and gave me the 10 bucks. I went, I bought the box, went through it. There was a lot of ones that I wouldn't wear. So we just donated those, but I got quite a bit out of there. And I was so excited to have a John Cougar Mellencamp shirt. And everybody used to make fun of me for wearing a John Cougar Mellencamp shirt in the eighth grade. 
But the um, the the bottom line is, I, I I'm familiar with those stores, but I never actually shopped in them. By the time I had money of my own, I wouldn't have fit in anything from those stores. But they all had what I they all had the the, the soundtrack that I called the mall song. I would when I was dating, we'd go to the mall. And I'd say, as soon as we get in there, we're going to hear the mall song. Like, what do you mean? The mall song as you walk around. No matter what store you go to, it doesn't matter what they're playing. It all has the same beat. <laughs> That's the mall song. And sure enough, you would walk by any one of those stores and didn't matter what was playing. That's the greatest mall song moment that I ever had. That was when I walked into Sears. Looked up on those TVs and Scatman John was playing on the TVs they used to have hanging over the men's section. And that's where I first heard, I'm the Scatman for the first time. Uh, so, yeah, Chess King never got to shop there, but a lot of my friends, that was where they got exclusively all of their clothing. Uh, Wailing City Wench says, great job on the weight loss. Get yourself a few fun T-shirts. You've earned them. A fun non-scale victory coming your way. You'll probably have to redo fingerprints on your phone. Well, <sighs> I'm going to tell you something that I probably shouldn't tell you. I don't, I don't use fingerprint security on my phone. I don't use any security on my phone. It's just an annoying extra step for me. I don't, but then I, I don't also don't have financial information on my phone. Um, if I log into like my banking app or credit card app or anything, those are all, I don't save the, the username and password in them. And I don't have any cards linked up with my, I have a Samsung phone. I don't have anything linked up with Google Pay. The only thing I have on Google Pay is the rewards card for the shake place next door. But in order to utilize that, it makes me turn on security. So I turn that on, access it, and then turn it off again so I don't have to use it the rest of the day. I know. I shouldn't, should, I shouldn't live my life that way, and I shouldn't tell you about it if I do. But, uh, but that's the case. And, yeah, maybe, maybe I will get some of those T-shirts. I've, uh, I've thought about it. I was like, I'm a 45-year-old man. Can I walk around in a shirt that has a movie character on it or a band on it or... God forbid I go back and get some more wrestling shirts. Because right now I have a lot of t-shirts that have paranormal designs on them. I had a t-shirt, I had a, an endorsement deal on my internet show with a company that produces t-shirts that have paranormal themes on them. And so they would send me a shirt every month and I would talk about it, you know, tell people like, hey, here's the shirt for this month and, you know, take a photo in it, put it up on social media. And they're really cool designs. They're really great shirts. They're also four X's because that's what I had to wear at the time. So they shrunk and I could no longer wear them. But now I've shrunk and now I can wear them again. So I'll have some of those to wear for a little while. But they, you know, they, after a while, they just get their T-shirts. So you want to replace them with something different. And I, I think I'm, I'm going to break down and get myself... First of all, I've, I've wanted to go back and get some of my favorite wrestling shirts of all time. The Austin 316 shirt. The D-Generation X shirt. Uh, both the Roddy, Roddy, Rowdy Roddy Piper Hot Rod shirt and the Panther shirt. And I want to get an L.A. Knight shirt because I, I love L.A. Knight. 
I just haven't loved the designs yet of the LA Night shirts. And then I will finally break down and get myself my. Maybe you know what? Maybe as a reward to myself, I will I will order one of these. I want to get a No Ma'am shirt from Married with Children and a Al Bundy Polkai Polkai number thirty three football jersey. Like I don't want the shirt that looks like the jersey. I want the actual jersey. And every time I tried to buy one, the larger sizes were always sold out. So maybe now I can actually get one. I'm sure you guys care about none of this. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. Uh, There's, as I said earlier, there's a, a rally today outside of the Star Store to try to, I don't know, show support for saving it, for keeping it there. As I was saying before, I don't think it's going to make a difference heading into this year. But I think that it will show the powers that be that the students want to keep that around for the future. And ultimately, really, shouldn't the students be the voice that the school administration is most listening to? The students who go there and either pay the money or get themselves in debt to go to that school. Isn't that who the school is supposed to be for? Also, I want to ask you a favor. If you took some photos of the moon last night, if you took some photos of the blue moon, which I didn't, I was was behind in work because I'd gone down for that Big nap, not feeling well. So I just worked and then went right back to bed. I didn't even go out and bother to look at the moon. But if you got some photos of it and you want to share them with us, you can send them to us via the WBSM app. Use the the open line button, the send audio video button. It doesn't matter. Either one will do the same thing. It will have the ability to send us a photo. You can even send them in the app chat option too. Or you can email me, Tim at WBSM.com. But I know that uh, Jackson over at Fun 107 wanted to put together a nice photo gallery of, of all the, the shots people might have taken of the blue moon that, by all accounts, wasn't really blue. I'll tell you, if I hadn't been feeling under the weather yesterday, I, I would have had a blue moon, would have drank a blue moon to toast the blue moon while singing blue moon. Both Blue Moon by the Marcells and Blue Moon over Kentucky by Elvis. 508-996-0500. Going to take a break and be back in a few. Freedom! 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 You gotta give for what you take. Big 
Performance of that. That's from the MTV 10 uh, special. When MTV had its 10th anniversary, they had some of the biggest artists of the time with special performances. I remember uh, Aerosmith performed Dream On on that program, but this was one of the performances. And I think this is what kind of helped spark the MTV unplugged. Uh, Push. And MCV Unplugged was a phenomenal series. Not only was it great to watch those, but they put out albums of a lot of them. And I play that because Wailing City Wench sent in a message that said the MTV Unplugged version of Uninvited uh, is, you know, the, the, the better version of that. And, and certainly this song, Freedom 90, that is the best performance I've ever seen of that song. I mean, check it out for yourself and listen to it in its entirety. It's really, really good. And they have a 4K remastered version of it, so it looks it looks just as good as it sounds. Uh, but that kind of led the way to MTV Unplugged really becoming a very popular series. And if you remember back in the day, MTV Unplugged would air for the first time on like a Tuesday night at nine o'clock, they'd have an episode and then it would simulcast on some radio stations and I would record them off the radio so I could listen to them later. I remember recording Neil Young. Uh, then they did the Nirvana unplugged and I recorded that off the radio as it was playing. And I was, I would always cut out the commercials and everything. And it took a couple of years for them to release that as an album. So for a while, I had a bootleg, you know, business going of people that wanted a copy of that album. I didn't, I didn't charge anybody for it. I just said, you give me the tape or if I have to give you the tape, it's a buck. But I was the only source of that. And I couldn't believe that none of my friends had thought to tape it off the radio. But then it comes out as an album and it's huge and. Uh, and, of course, that, that's that's a classic. All of those uh, Unplugs were really, really good. I still remember when Bruce Springsteen did Unplugged for... He had just come out with the the double album, Human Touch and... Was it Lucky Town? And he didn't want to do Unplugged, so they called it Bruce Plugged. Oh, anyway, 508-996-0500. That's the number to call in and chime in. Or you can hit me up on App Chat. On the WBSM app. You can also send those open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Um, I know Barry was getting a lot of uh, conversation yesterday uh, talking about the St. Teresa's purchase and, all, you know, the city having to do something with all of that. I'm sure he'll continue on with that today. But Barry has an article today that I want to point your attention to at WBSM.com and on the app about a new eatery that is coming to Dartmouth. The former Azuma Asian Bistro, which is, you know, it, it had its attractors. It had its fans. Some people love the idea of having an all-you-can-eat sushi place. Other people were like, I don't really trust all-you-can-eat sushi. <laughs> and then, of course, they, they had some issues toward the end there. Um, but I liked going there. I always enjoyed my, my visits to Azuma, except 
except for the last one. That's a different story, dating life. Um, but the building has been empty since Azuma closed. Now there's going to be a new tenant moving in. Hungry Pot. It is an all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue and hot pot restaurant. So you'll be able to get all-you-can-eat lunch there for $19.99 or dinner for $32.99. We don't know when it's going to open quite yet, but it is coming soon. And, uh, and, and I'm, I'm going to give it a try. I've never really had Korean barbecue like in a Korean restaurant. I know we have a Korean restaurant in Dartmouth. I've never gone there. I really should. But I'm excited to try this. I don't know how much all you can eat I can do these days, but I'm excited to try it. And just remember, all you can eat doesn't mean you need to eat a lot. But also, if you want to, I mean, you paid thirty two ninety nine, right? All right, I got to take my final break of the hour. Be right back. Jim. There's something going on. And what that is, is the news.